Hello everyone, welcome to the Star Trading Podcast. I'm Lewis. I'm Sophie. And today we're going to be talking about fear and greed, the two massive things which move the market. Yes, I'm ready to get into this. So why are they so important? Why are we even talking about it? So fear and greed is really, really important for a number of reasons. So when we look at the star trading methodology, for example, we've got five points of that methodology. All of those five points need to be mastered to be the best and most profitable trader that you can be. So when we are looking at the fourth element of that, which is mindset, two of the major emotions that come into impacting our mindset are fear and our greed or is fear and is greed. So when we're looking at the markets themselves, the markets are moving based upon people pressing one of two buttons. So either pressing the buy button or they're pressing the sell button. The motivating factor between those two button pressing things Mm. is fear and greed as well. So when we're looking at financial markets, what we're really doing is we're trying to gauge mass group psychology and that's what's going to allow us to identify which direction the market will move into next. And really, all of technical analysis, all of trading and the star trading method comes down to can we accurately identify more often than not, because we're never going to get it correct 100% of the time, what direction the market's going to be moving in next. And fear and greed are two of the massive factors which play a role in helping us make that decision. Mm. How do we read that into the market? Really good question. So we are using patterns part of the star trading ma- method is pattern recognition so when we look at chart mastery element one it's what are the patterns that we're seeing mm. so where are we seeing opportunities where there may be a big sell in the market a big sell-off in the market that we can capitalize on as well so where is that opportunity or where are the the positions in the market where we're seeing big opportunity to buy because maybe the market's quite low it's been moving down for a long time and now it's giving us the signal Mm. that it's ready to go up again so that's why it's really important that we understand it when we're looking at the market Mm, that's so interesting and then in terms of our own fear and greed how does that play into our trading it's everything it really is everything um like i said mindset mastery emotional mastery Mm. is the probably the most important skill people think it's the technical side of trading which Mm. is the hardest it really isn't the hardest part of it it's actually the easiest it's just the one we before we start think is going to be the biggest hurdle because we've got our own insecurities our own limitations about what we think it it actually means to trade in terms of math skills and graph skills Mm -hmm. and all of that which you really don't need a lot of that at all so when we're when we're looking at the mindset element understanding our own natural tendency of fear and greed because I'm, well, I've kind of changed, to be honest. When I was younger, I was very risk-happy, more greed-based. I wanted the big house, the nice car. That's kind of what my motivator was. As I've gotten older, and actually I don't think it's to do with age, I think it's actually as I have more wealth, my focus now is more on protecting that wealth Mm -hmm. rather than risking the little I had to get more. I'm more about protecting that wealth now. So that impacts my trading too. So when I first started out my trading journey, I was probably placing more trades than I should because I was Mm. so eager to get into the market. And in previous episodes, we've talked a little bit about how your trader personality can impact that as well. And so my greed-based decision-making was making me place more trades. Whereas now I'm more fear-based because I'm looking more on the protective side I sometimes don't place as many trades as I should do. Whereas what we really want to do as traders is not be influenced personally by fear or greed. We want to be as balanced as possible, as neutral as possible. And the way that we do that is follow a system. That's amazing. (laughs) Because my question was going to be, okay, if I'm feeling really fearful, how do I get out of that? 
or if yeah. I'm feeling really greedy, how do I get out of that? And the answer seems to be follow the system, follow the criteria, get your emotions out of it and just go down your tick list. And yeah. if it fulfills the list, take the trade. And if yeah. it doesn't, then don't. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that is so easy to say. Yeah. Right. So what's the emotional element behind that? And we talk a lot about this on our mentorships and our trainings about removing the emotional burden from your trading. And that's positive and negative. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we want to be as neutral as we can be. So when we are um, looking at um, a tradable opportunity, there's the system that we overlay onto the market. And then brilliant. Does that meet or does that not meet? Something weird and wacky about the brain will warp that image mm. and make us think there's an opportunity when there isn't or make us think there isn't an opportunity when there is. Mm. So how do we build mastery around our emotions? Part of that is actually building mastery around the system. So in the last week's episode, we were chatting about um, what does um, what does backtesting mean? Why do we do it? Why is that data so important? And this is part of the reason why it's so important because that data builds our confidence mm -hmm. to be able to stick to the strategy and that mastery of applying the strategy correctly. Then when emotion does get involved, the volume on that emotion is going to be lower mm -hmm. and our ability to stick to the skill set and stick to the strategy will be a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. Cause I may be a few weeks away from live trading but I imagine I'll feel quite fearful of doing that, hitting the button. Yeah. So I just need to go back and look at all the homework I've done, all the data I've collected, all the good results that I've hopefully had by then and just have confidence in that and myself and yeah. feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And we know that we don't win 100% of the trades that we mm -hmm. take. There's no such thing as a 100% winning strategy. So in our early days of trading, every loss every losing trade or we like to call it the cost of doing business because trading in essence is a business because businesses make you money or should do and hobbies cost you money so we don't want trading to be a hobby we want it to be a business we want to treat it with that respect so when we're treating it with that respect and we're looking at our data we know that we don't win 100 percent of the time our first trade may not be a winner now, I would love it. I would absolutely love it if every single one of my students trades won or at least their mm. first trade was yeah. a winner. But that doesn't always happen. Mm. So if they have a loser or if they have a couple of losers, like straight off the bat, that can really knock their confidence. So how do we rebuild that confidence? We go back to our data. So you've created that. You know this is how the strategy does mm. perform. And that, that data tells you how often you're likely to get losers how often you're likely to get winners mm -hmm. what the balance is mm -hmm. what the ratio is between those what the worst losing run is what the best winning run is mm -hmm. going to be as well so you've got all of this information that can help steal and strengthen your resolve to stick to the process and the strategy amazing so what is your best advice for people feeling emotional when they're training um have a drink no <laughs> Uh, we uh, sometimes we, we call it a fridge break so mm. Josh Jones head mentor who was guest last week um, he um, talks about having a fridge break I like to just have a mental break from the screen mm, um, go and do something else personally for me I reset quite well in nature so I'll go for a walk so it's a, a pattern interrupt for my brain so yeah. if I'm feeling quite emotional um, for whatever reason I'll pattern interrupt I'll go and do something different I'll come back and look at the market again with fresh eyes um, it's really really important to do that so if you're feeling emotional I think actually the first thing to do is recognize that that's normal you're a human being and actually as human beings we are pre-programmed to avoid risk at all costs like we are we are self-protection creatures that's the way our brain is wired mm. and if we don't know automatically the outcome our brain 
works on this thing called a prediction loop and if it can't predict with certainty what's going to come next it goes into panic mm. or it goes into protection so that's why it's very natural to feel especially in your early days of trading nervous a bit anxious about placing the trade mm -hmm. but how do we master that repetition keep going remind yourself of what the data is but there's only there's certain lessons rather that you can only learn by trading it live so feel the fear do it anyway and again remove the emotional burden right mm. so what's the do you remember from our, our previous podcast what's the maximum amount you should start with 500 quid 500 quid yeah absolute maximum a thousand around about 500 mm. quid so that's going to remove the emotional burden as well because we're only risking one percent of yeah. that so on a thousand pounds that's ten pounds so we actually really low risk which mm -hmm. should make it an emotionally low charge for us to to place yes. that trade i like that very good um so this week in my training i've been back testing i've done so much homework yeah uh which is increasing my confidence a bit because i'm getting good results and is it because i remember last week we said that you felt like it wasn't a natural process mm. has it gotten easier that process yeah i've literally got my printouts here Oh, of wow. the criteria. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't give it away. That's I, the secret sauce. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got my prints out here and I have them in, next to my laptop and yeah. I'm just going bam, 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 bam. So yeah, much more natural. Yeah. yeah. And the group helps the community. Yeah. Um, you can put a little screenshot if you're not sure and people can comment on it, which is really helpful. Um, and you can see, you show who is qualified to trade those strategies as well. Yeah. Um, so it's really, really good. Um, and I've got different bits. So Josh gives feedback every week in the group coaching and he's given me some specific things each week to focus on. So he's like, try this, try that. And then the next week, yep, great. Now try this and this. So it's yeah. kind of, you can see it moving along. See the progression, time. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I also attended your round table day, yeah. which was great. So we all went to London. There were about eight of us in the room, right? And it was kind of split into one-to-one -one coaching, which was amazing because with the back testing and the homework, you're doing all these like uh, dated trades, right? And then storing them and then getting feedback. But this was instant feedback, yeah. really good. So the learning curve was massive. Um, we also talked about our why mm -hmm. and we went really deep into that and I wasn't really expecting that. So why did you bring that into the day? Why did we why? Why did we why? Yeah. So <laughs> the reason we why is because trading isn't get rich quick. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I'll say that until the cows come home, it will make you wealthy, but you're not going to be wealthy overnight. And so because what we're teaching people is a skill set, they have to commit to learning that skill set. And if you aren't connected to a strong enough reason why you want to learn that skill set, what your desired outcome is going to be, what trading is going to give you, what it's going to afford you, what type of lifestyle you're going to have as a result of that trading, it's going to be a lot easier for you to give up and stop the journey. And we don't want that. We want people to make it all the way to the end and be successful traders mm. for the rest of their life. And anything worth doing isn't easy 100% of the time. So having that reason why you're doing it is so important because it's going to get you through those days where you can't really be bothered. It's easier to do something else. It's easy to not do. And we want to make it hard for you to not do because you've got a really strong reason why this is going to impact your life and those around you in a really positive way. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. And you did the exercise with a few people. And I think we started by writing, I want to be a profitable trader because. Yeah. And and so I wrote a sentence and then you were like, but ask yourself why. And now ask why again and again. Yeah. And um, shall I show you what I wrote on Ooh, mine? Yeah, shall I amazing. share it with the group? Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so initially I wrote, I want to be a profitable trader because I want a new skill that consistently pays me and <laughs> so I can buy my own dive center. Nice. Because I'm a scuba diver. Yeah. But then I, I had a whole thought process going deeper and deeper. My businesses now take a lot of my time. My long-term plan is to sell the business, get a dive business, spend time with the kids, have more freedom. Um, this would focus more on fun, on my community around me. I could have impact on community around me because I'm settling in a new place. So I want to do yeah. that. Why? Because it's helping community. Why? Because it's more social and fun. Who's important? My family. Why? Because life is short. <laughs> Yeah. So I've now got this vision of financially secure, increasing income, investing in property, diving and family. But the first sentence I wrote was, I want something that pays me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I just want some more money. So um, that um, was amazing to go deep into it. And I think we all did that at the same time we were writing. And you could just see this going off in people's heads like, oh, yes. Yeah. And you kind of ignited this you know this drive and motivation in people yeah and i'm i'm so passionate about doing that with something like trading mm. because trading is the doorway to two things time and money because our style of trading is 30 minutes you literally have the rest of your day to do what you want to do so when you've got your trading to the point where you're making a full-time income or more from just 30 minutes a day you have all the time you could possibly want to do what the yeah. heck you want when you want with who you want and you've got the money to enjoy that time as well. Why would people not want to do that? Mm. It's actually madness to not want to do that. Yeah. And when you connect deeply with your why, mm. and I think this goes back to one of the episodes we were talking about um, why people want to learn to trade because they want to leave their job. It's such a strong reason, but it's actually quite a shallow one. But why do you want to leave your job? What are you going to do when you leave? Yeah. What are you going to do with your time? Mm. I want to travel. Well, where? Why mm. do you want to travel? What's that actually giving you? Because I think as a society we are not very good at actually deeply connecting and thinking we're not good at deeply connecting with ourselves and we're not good at deeply connecting with others and that's partly why i wanted to build not just an education company but a community is this your why it's partly my why yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and my why changes over time as well mm. partly because i've hit some of my milestones yeah. um and then that I want to take it to another another level and that's mm. partly my nature as well I, I like growth I like the challenge I dare I say it, I like a bit of stress so and people ask me all the time why if you're such a good trader Lewis are you running a company teaching other people I was like well I've done the thing of mastering the skill set I've done the 30 minutes a day I've done the 30 minutes a day trading travel the world sat on beaches and I got a bit bored like that was my why like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be able to travel the world I've done it and I got to the point where I was traveling so much I stopped enjoying it oh. and going to airports became a faff and having to go to another country became a faff and I'd walk around beautiful city and think well, I've seen I've seen this I've seen oh. something like that I was like how ungrateful <laughs> yeah. like it, and it, it disgust is maybe a bit of a strong word but I was a little mm. bit like what's wrong with you yeah. Lewis like you're having amazing experiences and you're not grateful for it because it's become just a bit meh mm. I was like I'm doing too much of that and I need to start filling my bucket and the yeah. way I like to fill my bucket is to fill other people's buckets mm. so that's when trading as a as an education company as star trading started to emerge more and more because that would actually allow me to scratch the itch of helping other people amazing i love it and we also um covered the three c's yes do you remember what they are so the three c's are our mindset tools so it's confidence consistency and competence mm -hmm. so when we've got all those three things in place you are a bulletproof trader and that's where we want people to get to but you're not going to build 
consistency if you're not confident and if you're not competent you could be completely consistent in all the wrong ways mm. if you don't have competence so we need to have that in place as well it's really those three are the foundation of your trader mindset amazing well it was a great day it was a really really great day so thank you for that hopefully there'll be lots more hopefully we can get together in real life yeah. with, the, with the gang yeah. and do a bit of um, coaching and things like that um, I also met because um, you have part of the community invited to those days but you also have new people pop up as well yeah and I was sat next to a guy who'd spent tens of thousands on some dodgy trading training company it was just like I lost lots of money and it yeah. was really shit training yeah <laughs> and he was like just kind of looking at my notes and things going oh so what, what do you do in this case and what do you do in that case and I'm like just talk to Lewis talk yeah. to Lewis and sign up to the course yeah and you'll learn it properly but yeah. yeah and this is the problem with the the industry itself is there is so many charlatans and sharks out there and that's why trust is I mean you said it in episode one like trust is such an important one you need to have that trust with whoever you end up going with and he does trust us now which yeah. is very very nice and we've um uh, yeah we're working with him um but you can end up paying a lot for not a lot and we like to do the opposite part of our core value system is to go above and beyond and make sure we're truly helping people amazing i love it um should we go for a question yeah let's go and for a, a question snack? yeah <laughs> um so the question is can anyone led to trade i'm in my 50s can i start now oh lovely question um i would say most of our students are probably between the ages of 30 35 and probably 50 55 that's probably where the bulk of our students are we do have some outliers on either end we've mm. got like a 13 year old that's learning to trade because what? his dad wanted to put him through the course um, so wow. he's, he's starting young Gosh, yeah their compound interest yeah. will be all right won't yeah. it? <laughs> exactly um we've got 70 year olds as well who are learning to trade mm. so really anybody at anybody age can learn to trade technically you have to be about 18 to own your own trading account um so that's important mm. um but other than that anybody at any age can learn um i used to get asked the question can literally anybody on the planet trade and i used to say yes i don't think that's an honest answer anymore um again open honesty we we like that i would say 99 percent of the world can trade mm. yes you do have to have a certain base level of intelligence, um, but I'm, uh, I've am i only met one or two people that wouldn't be able to do that, which sounds awful actually now saying it out loud, but um, they just didn't have the, the brain yeah. to, they couldn't even understand really what I was saying in terms of um, very foundational things, mm. but you're not gonna know if that's you unless you've done at least a small minimal training. And there's a difference between um, knowing that this isn't for you because it's completely over your head and you literally can't even grasp basic concepts of what we're talking about as opposed to you do a introductory training and it's a little bit over your head because it's the first time you've heard it but you are grasping some of the concepts yeah. that's a very very different position to yeah. be in which is why we do our free masterclasses and we do five-day challenges as well yeah it's really good to do a little taster and yeah. dip in because it is really accessible and simple and clearly taught yeah. <laughs> cool all right should we snack? Let's snack. What I think it's my want? turn to give yeah, you yours first. You right. So today's okay. secret snack thingy is... Oh, I'm going to go with this one. It's a rustler. Okay. I don't know if you're going to like these. Okay. So. Ready? Ready. Oh, what's this? What are these? These are... <laughs> it's a little long packet. They're called Millions. Iron Brew. Iron Brew. Oh, I'm a bit excited. Where did you get these from? Oh, it's a secret. The tiny, tasty, chewy sweets. Should we crack it open? Crack it open. Oh, how'd you get into it? Do you, you like it? iron brew? Um, I wouldn't choose it, but it's just orangey, isn't it? 
orangey, tangy. I don't know. I haven't had iron brew in a very long go. time. Right, I've shaken a few into our hands. This is fun. <laughs> I don't know what to this. expect. It's just a bit different. Mm. Chewy. Like stale chewy though. <laughs> bit dry. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting like a. I'm getting cherry cola. Aromatic, like air freshener taste. Oh, it is a bit air freshener, mm. isn't it? Nothing like processed kind sweets. Kind of cakey. Mmm. Vanilla-y? There is vanilla. Mmm. But like marzipan vanilla. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> That'll put me right off. I don't like marzipan either. I think I'm allergic to marzipan, so hopefully it's not oh. got marzipan in. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be not great. Mmm. Because it's nut-based, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mmm. I'm not, not sure I want to eat the rest that are in my hand. Because <laughs> I feel like it's going to take me a long time to chew through it. <laughs> I give it, surprise, I'm going to go 10. Yes. I had no no clue that this would even exist. <laughs> Taste, however, I'll go for a two. Wow. They're better than the minty willies that you once presented. <laughs> wow, what a sentence. <laughs> there we go, I got my side eye. All um, right. Yeah, I'm not going to eat the rest of these. Do you these. want a snack? Um, yes, please, okay. yeah. Okay, here we go. I don't know what to do with these. Right. Ready? Nearly. Just, throw, just throw them on the floor. Yeah. There we go. Okay, close your eyes. Oh, rustly. Oh, it is rustly. Okay. Oh, that sounded heavy. You can look. Oh, hello. This is a sweet one. Wow. I'm what is it? shaking it up a bit. Is it? What can you see? So, for the people at the back, <laughs> um, these are called flips. They're in a very lovely, shiny blue packaging. Um, they're pretzels, but they are cookies and cream flavoured pretzels. And I do love cookies and cream. And I do love pretzels. Ooh, so, I'm hoping, okay. I'm hoping they're salty sweet. This could be a good one. So, I'm going to throw out from surprise already 10. Yes. Definitely oh, we did surprised. well this week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is the diet this... is well out the window. I won't <laughs> lie. Is this combination going to work? Oh, very nice smell. Are you going to share? No. <laughs> <laughs> he never shares. No, I'm sharing now. Um, They smell like pretzels, which are a bit creamy. Oh, do you know what they remind me of? Mm. Um pancakes maple syrup and bacon because it's got that sweet and salty mm. i actually quite like them but the pretzel is a bit stale i feel mm. it softens the pretzel oh yeah i love it i like salt and that's a nice yes. kick of salt yes okay what are we saying then 10 surprise 10 surprise they're quite moorish i feel like they're very rich so i might get bored of them before i can actually finish eating the packet i'm gonna go nine out of ten we did well this week very good week high five to that high five. okay yeah there we go cool well thank you for listening have a great week and we'll see you soon bye bye bye